and welcome to Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Randy Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. Well, sisters, um, I thought I'd get out of the way at the beginning. I know you guys were worried the government is running again. Oh, good. I was worried there for about 12 hours. Mm. I know. The shutdown ended. I was getting Twitter notifications right before we, right before we started recording. Oh, is, okay. that, is that what just happened? All right, cool. Good. I, I mean, good, I guess. Well, I mean, I thought that that would be particularly relevant for our teen podcast. Yes. To talk about the government shutdown. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't really pre-approve that lead-in, Sid. But all right, you just went for it. <laughs> no, I just. <laughs> I was hoping that government shutdown meant my AP government class would also be shut down, and I would not have to learn about government. That was not the case. No, they they it's it's they shut down all the public parks and they make all the bears leave and it's really mean and people don't get paid well there you go i'm glad it's over then i'm happy for those bears <laughs> yeah well somebody's got to go round them up <laughs> well, they're yeah. out there somewhere no they're just waiting outside the fence looking at their watches like when could we be bears again seriously this they're gonna come into all the schools <laughs> i was i will oh. say i the typically just because i don't i don't have a government job in my line of work, I mean, because th- this is not the first government shutdown, it doesn't affect me a lot, personally. Yeah. I am fair. not saying that it doesn't affect people. Obviously, people were not getting paid, and that's awful, and, you know, the government should not be shut down. I'm not saying it's no big deal. For me, personally, I don't often feel the effects, except I was trying to do some research, some medical research this weekend, and um, PubMed, where they host all the different medical articles, like journal articles and all this different stuff, will, will not update or anything. Like, you can't... There's a ton of stuff that doesn't happen on there oh, wow. if the government isn't running. That's and crazy. I, I guess I should have put that together, but I hadn't <laughs> thought of that before. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Because <laughs> there's a big red box at the top of the screen that said, like, just so you know, the government is shut down. So no, basically, nobody's <laughs> manning this ship. It's here, just here. Here's some stuff here, but nobody's nobody's keeping an eye on this right now. Like, good luck. It's crazy. Yeah. And I, I, well, and I, I don't. This is probably a question that I, I know, none of us are like you know political science majors here. So maybe maybe you guys can't answer this. But is this a recent thing that just shutting down the government has become an option? Uh, is this like does this have historical like? It like happened once, occurrence? not too long ago. I feel like 2013. It yeah. Happened. Well, that that's what I mean. Like in our lifetime, it's happened twice, but. Did it happen? Is this like a... I just feel like somebody like opened the floodgate on this option and now people just keep using it. It's like, no, no, no. That was a, that was like a one-time thing, guys. <laughs> it was yeah. not supposed to just be a go-to. I mean, I definitely don't think... Obviously, it can happen. And obviously, the framers of the Constitution knew it could happen. I mean, because they made Hamilton's it. Hamilton's right made, now just like... <sighs> they made the government. Yeah. But, but at the same time, I don't think the intention was for that to... Just always be there yes. as a backup. No, because, I mean, as, while while it is not true, a lot of people were like, well, now we're completely defenseless and, and our borders aren't secure and all this stuff. And no, I mean, like, well. if you look at the breakdown of like our what services are still running and everything like, no, I mean, the essential services of the government are still running. Um, but the bigger problem is all the people who. Are, have jobs that are considered like not national defense and national security who aren't going to get paid mm-hmm. right while congress is getting paid and isn't doing their job and the uh, president is hard at work at the White i saw House. those 
those photos of he looks he looked like he was so hard at work in his ball cap <laughs> on the phone with his empty desk I love that part of the day when I'm being a doctor and I sit down to an empty desk and I pick up a phone with my ball cap on and I stare into space and wait for somebody to talk. No, no. It's my favorite part of the work day. <laughs> what, it, what, is, what are they on his schedule? What do they call it? Like a, a executive time or something? Executive time. I think that's when he watches Fox News. Yeah. DJ time. DJ uh, time? Oh, it says on personal time. Yeah, I was thinking like you know, like a like a DJ. Like, no, like, you know, he's his own DJ. <laughs> oh man! All right, all right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Enough of the government shutdown. This I is not what we're talking about today. No, what? Well, uh, no, that would be a very strange <laughs> episode of Still Buffering. Just making sure no one <laughs> leaves because we spent four minutes talking about the government shutdown. Riley, what, what do teens think about the government shutdown? No one really knows what's happening. <laughs> they, they don't. That's I think that's fair to say <laughs> for most people. Um, no, what teens aren't interested in the government shutdown. What teens are interested in is the shutdown of their internal organs from eating non-food substances. Yes. Right. Uh, Riley. Yeah. We, we talked last <laughs> time about why your friends are eating Tide Pods. Have They're you not my it? friends. <laughs> Have you figured it out in the last week? I d- I mean, the more I look at them, the more I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> no. But also, I'm like, no, they're made of detergent. Well, I and like, you know, because we talked about them, a lot of people sent us some really fascinating stuff, like like some donut shop that's making like Tide Pod colored donuts and like, you know, like the Tide Pod shot, I guess mm-hmm. some bartenders are doing out there in the world. And it's like, this is not like. I don't think there's anything aesthetically pleasing about the combination of like royal blue and and toxic orange that makes me go mm, edible. I, it's the texture. <laughs> it just looks so squishy. Ah, I yeah no, I don't. Okay, see that that doesn't connect to me either because those are not colors that I want to eat, and I don't think squishy is a texture I generally... Well, it's like a gusher. Like, there's you know, a surprise inside, and it's toxicity. <laughs> like, legit, like, like evolutionarily, like, we, you know how we, we, like, certain colors make us salivate, and certain colors calm us down? Like, blue is one of those colors that's supposed to, like, kill your appetite, because generally, and this is important, blue things are poisonous. Except yeah. for, like, blue <laughs> snow cones. And well, blue raspberry. That's and that's what? interesting because like it's it's a very you make a good point, Tay. That's true. Generally, there aren't. I mean, if you think about it, what foods naturally are like bright blue? Yeah. I mean, not you know, there's not one. I tried. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. People always throw out blueberries, and it's like, those wow, are like those, indigo. Those little buddies dark. are purple. They are purple, yeah. and they're yellow on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> so like. No, not blueberries, but the food generally doesn't come in that shade, and there's a reason for like that. And there's so there's a reason we're not like attracted to that as like this makes me hungry. Except we now have decades of creating blue foods, and they're my favorite flavor. <laughs> we we have blue raspberry, which is the best blow. That's pop. A, okay. Now hold on a second here. Yes, it is. But also, I looked that up once. And because I wanted to know what flavor is blue raspberry, because raspberries are not blue. Right. But what is the flavor blue that they're adding to this raspberry? There is a fruit 
that is a blue raspberry? Why does it not exist in anything except for flavorings of artificial candies? I'll, I'll look I've it up right now it. and show it to you because I looked it up once. What is blue raspberry? I I do yeah. like that flavor blue raspberry of the blow pop. I, I enjoy that immensely. Well, they look well, blue. Yeah. Are you sure that's a real thing? The flavor originates <laughs> from something, something more commonly known as the white bark raspberry or blue raspberry for the blue black color of its fruit. Well, there you go. All right. So there's the one that you got the one, but. But there, but there are a lot of like. Why is it like, not used for anything? I mean, generally, I think if, if something is blue, it's like a candy or it's like you said, like a snow cone or something something sweet and yummy and child like like it's it's you know nestled in childlike nostalgia so i can see where if we do that long enough we're reprogramming our brains to see blue food as like ooh candy and you see <laughs> and you're like mm, candy candy well. and i guess i don't know i don't know if this is true we have well i mean i'm assuming it's true I, I did not know this prior to talking about tide pods now on several podcasts <laughs> prior to all this all this Tide Pod stuff that I guess this comes from a meme is this the did you see this that mm -hmm. this the the Tide Pod thing originated from a meme of people uh who are on the autistic spectrum who see certain things like textures and colors that they know they can't eat but they want to because mm -hmm. of like sen sensory processing differences mm -hmm. and that that's where this started that they would like, it was a meme of like tweeting pictures of things like, I know I can't eat this, but I would like to. Mm -hmm. And now teenagers are eating it. <laughs> mm. Have you seen the videos of people eating them? No. I've never seen a video of someone actually eat it and swallow it. But I saw one on like an article on BuzzFeed or something where a girl put it in her mouth and like had it between her teeth and was trying to pop it. And as soon as it did, she just like went bleh <laughs> and just like everywhere. <laughs> just threw up. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I will say like, and I've done, we, we've done like a Sawbones on Pika before. I've, and I've seen that show, Strange Addictions. My Strange Addiction, the best show. Yeah. Right. Where people eat things like stuffing from couches and. Bricks. Bricks. Mm. Like spray deodorant. Nail polish. Yeah. Eyeshadow. Eyeshadow. Was eyeshadow one? I didn't say eyeshadow that Eyeshadow was one. I've seen another one. Yeah. <laughs> so an air freshener that was uh -huh. one <laughs> so i mean like so, some people i guess do eat them i don't think all ups. these teens <laughs> on the internet that are eating tide pods have pica no i don't think they do either i think the point is that they're doing it for um attention yes right for and the views there are lots of things like that that are being done what <laughs> what like what other challenges are your friends engaging in well there's the classic cinnamon challenge that I feel like started the the realm of internet dangerous going to kill you challenges. So you've done this, right? Yes. I'm very good at it. <laughs> the one and only time I've ever done it was like four or five years ago when it first like was a thing. And I, I mean, I just like. So you ate a tablespoon of cinnamon mm -hmm. within 60 seconds. Mm -hmm. That is the challenge, correct? Mm -hmm. And most people, like, choke and vomit. Yeah, like, as soon as it goes in their mouth, they cough it all up. And then it, like, makes a big cloud everywhere. And it's, it's supposed to be like, ha-ha, can I swallow it? Um, 
when you tried it, did you know kids have ended up in the hospital? Because well, no, of because this is when it first happened. The only person I'd seen do it were like, or people I'd seen do it were funny YouTubers. <laughs> and it was a joke. Um, when you are interviewing for colleges soon, please do not mention that you're good at the cinnamon challenge. I put it on my, on my application. Ah, man. My CV. Special yeah. skills. Cinnamon. We're just... Just gonna hope they don't listen to this particular episode where you <laughs> espouse um, this ability. Are there any more that you have personally engaged in? That I have personally engaged in. Well, we did the Chubby Bunny Challenge in our New York live show, mm-hmm. like right. what a year ago, year and a half ago. Which um, is, I mean, largely harmless in that you're putting marshmallows in your mouth, but well, you theoretically could you could choke. I mean, yeah, if but you we, put we enough didn't. in there, if you push it too far, yeah. I mean, that's the same with the, the, the cracker challenge, the uh, the saltine challenge, right? That's oh, true. Yeah. Like, eat yeah. a bunch of saltines. Yeah. There, it seems like these all have, like, a dip varying levels of, like, some level of possible danger and some level of silliness. And, like, those measurements go, like, crazy out of whack sometimes. I get when it's super silly, yeah. but maybe, like, oh, no, maybe you could ch- choke on a marshmallow. But, you know... Like, some of these are straight up bad ideas. Well, exactly. And that's what I wonder, like, the, and and we'll talk about this more, but it's not like the concept of doing not very intelligent things that would endanger your life. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not new. Like, teenagers have been engaging in risk-taking behavior as long as they've been teenagers. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I'm not saying, like, what's wrong with you kids today? We didn't do this stuff. We did. I wonder, though, my my hypothesis is that the Internet pushes it further towards that dangerous, actually damaging end of the spectrum and away from the silliness stuff. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. you have the incentive of I'm not just doing this for me or my friends. I'm doing this for all of the Internet. Yeah. Right. So I want it to look bigger better i want right. it to, i want it to be the most of viral of all the videos so i, I the viralist video the viralist so but i'm assuming like you don't watch videos where people actually choke on things right no i mean i've never seen one online that <laughs> has you know ended up being online where someone actually got hurt doing these things you know what i take that back um huh. <laughs> i saw one online where these two teenage girls were trying to eat the world's hottest pepper um and like they both like took a bite of it and they both immediately spit it out and like pouring water into their mouths but i guess one of them had an allergic reaction to it so she started like coughing and she was throwing up and she couldn't breathe so then they had to call an ambulance and she they had to like put her in on oxygen so she would be able to like breathe and they put this on the internet it was on the internet i don't know how it ended up there but it started out watching it i watched it because it was these two like 12 13 year old girls and they ate like barely touched this pepper and then they started screaming and freaking out all all over the place and then somehow the rest of it ended up online where she got taken to the hospital well and that so are these were these people already established popular youtubers or because this is the thing that disturbs me about that is the reason you saw that video because it went so badly yeah like the reason it was popular was because it went so viral, not because these girls were already popular on their own. Which so that's I I will not again like I don't personally understand that myself, but I'm not going to throw too much shade because here's here's the simple fact, <laughs> sisters. 
our father has been turning America's Funniest Home Videos on <laughs> when, <laughs> when we're all gathered and there's nothing else on TV for as long as I can remember. I don't I don't know when America's Funniest Home Videos came on TV. It's I'm assuming the, the beginning of time. It's the original. <laughs> it is. Um, and it and it's a it's a bunch of videos of things going horribly wrong and people largely getting injured yeah. and sometimes to the extent where they cut away and you're thinking that person is dead right <laughs> yeah, that, there's no way they survived that <laughs> that's about half of them where they cut off and everyone's laughing like they show those like the pan over the audience and it was like oh that's so funny and I'm just sitting there like that person just broke every bone in their body yeah like that that is not that they can't be okay they can't be okay. And we've been watching that and laughing at it and calling it. It was the first TV show since the beginning <laughs> of time. <laughs> this is what everyone's been laughing at. So, well, I, I, <laughs> yeah. Well, and then you know, for for our generation, Sid, and I can, can I say the name of the TV show because we we're not allowed to say certain words on this show. You know what I'm talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. You could just bleep me. Jackass, the TV show. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, fair, fair. Yeah. Uh, but that's, that was, you know, it was the like up the Annie version really of, of America's Funniest Home Videos. Like it was, I wouldn't, they were not professional stunt people. They were just like bro dudes. And but they would do stuff that was like disturbing and damaging and humiliating. Yeah. And, and they like, have movies. Yeah. That's it was crazy. And it was crazy popular too. Like everybody loved it for I don't know, a few years in the 90s. <laughs> and and it very I guess I guess that's a really good point cuz like when you're talking about times where they were trying to do like cool skateboard stunts or like water ski jumps or something like it's it's that I mean the goal is not to get injured. The goal is to do a cool stunt knowing that you might get injured doing it. But they definitely crossed that line many times into now let's just do this thing that will hurt us yeah. or you and it, it'll be funny because somebody will get hurt from it. I like, mean, like oh. that was definitely yeah. part of it. Like, for example, a YouTuber I watch putting uh, a thumbtacks on the end of Nerf darts <gasps> and uh, shooting them at someone's back. Like, they oh. knew they were going to shoot them at their back. Like, it was not like a surprise, like, sneak attack. But, like, there was no challenge. There was no... I wonder what happens. They knew it was just going to stick it to oh, his back. That's terrible. They did just but, stick it to But that is exactly back. the kind of thing you would have seen on that show. I yeah. Mean, that's not. And I mean, we did. We It was very popular. And mm -hmm. we all watched it. Mm -hmm. Which is was a way of giving them the positive feedback that they should continue to do these things. Yeah. <laughs> because we are watching it. It's like modern YouTube. You give them all the views. They get all the money. They keep doing the crazy things. Well, that, I, my... By the way, my understanding is that America's Funniest Home Videos is based on a Japanese show. Oh, I I actually don't know that, but I could believe that. Uh, Justin told me that that like even some of the uh, original like background like kind of the footage that they would show that weren't really the videos, but like just little things they would show mm -hmm. were actually from the original Japanese television show. I did not know that. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean Japan has a. A lot of TV shows that kind of get in on that, like, goofy, but also a lot of schadenfreude, like a lot of, like, enjoyment based on other people's suffering kind of thing. Like, they have what is isn't there, like, I think that this was also brought over to America, where it's like, you're trying to sing karaoke, but you're also, like, getting shocked or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. That was in America for, like, two, two episodes because people were getting injured on TV. Because someone said, ethically, this is terrible. 
why would you want to yeah i remember for, for some reason i remember an episode where they had to like pretend to be a waiter and like carry food trays Oh, but yeah. they were trying to sing at the same time, but they were being shocked, but they were also dropping food. I remember that. That's <laughs> yes, that was terrible. Yeah, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that originated as a Japanese show. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it, it's it's a weird thing that it, we all have to be aware of because I'd say the vast majority of of all people partake in this kind of media that it's like is it are we watching because it's like oh maybe they're gonna do a cool stunt maybe they're gonna succeed at it that's what i'm here to see it's like no i'm waiting for them to fall down well and that i mean that's really that from a sociological standpoint that's very revealing but also very disturbing are we are we to believe that humans naturally have some underlying degree of sadism that we're always trying not to reveal and like we can only quench through watching like guys get hit in the crotch on America's Funniest Home Videos with Nerf bats or something <laughs> like I mean seriously like what is that what is <laughs> what is that I don't know yeah I I know I understand it but I couldn't <laughs> explain it I, I, I don't know like- I, I don't know. Don't, don't you like when you engage with that kind of media, there's a part of your brain that's going like, no, dude, no. Come on. We're better than this. No. Don't laugh at that. No. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Be- I, I, I liken it to I went. I have not been to many hockey games in my life, but we used to have a hockey team here in Huntington, the Huntington Blizzard. Mm-hmm. We'll miss you always. Uh, <laughs> they and snuck out of town. And the, yeah, they left town. Um, I don't know where they are now. <laughs> someone else's blizzard there's someone else's it, blizzard they changed all of their names they're an avalanche now but but we used to have a hockey team and and i i did not often go to hockey games but i did go once and i remember a, there was a fight and like everybody got really excited and everybody was like jumping up and down and screaming you know for whichever side of the fight and i remember having this moment where like i like stopped and sat down and thought like oh no like what if we become <laughs> <laughs> well, think about like fights at school. Like, two people start just like pushing each other, and everyone crowds around and is like, "Oh, oh yeah, oh man, that's gonna well, be good." <laughs> but but it's hard because like that. I mean, I really I had like this moment of like, and I was like a teenager, and I had like this moment of like this deep realization, like we are animals. We, have, <laughs> we are we are all just animals. Look at us all, and we're rooting for the destruction of one of these animals. <laughs> This is horrendous. What is wrong with us? We are better than this. We are thinking creatures. <laughs> I didn't say any of this. You can imagine how that would have gone over at the hockey game. <laughs> <laughs> you were writing this down in your diary. And I did. No, I wrote no about it later. Like I, I have seen the dark side of humanity. <laughs> I understand now how close we are <laughs> to our evolutionary <laughs> origins as animals. It's right there oh. under the surface. This is I not me really, bashing hockey, by the way. I understand Lenore that fights hockey. happen outside yeah. of hockey. <laughs> I really just wish you, you would have run out on the ice, Sid, and given like an inspirational speech, and then everybody like hugs and cries. That would be really nice. <laughs> or everyone just comes down on the ice and starts coming at Sydney. <laughs> yeah, just drag me a off. Fight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Zamboni comes and picks me up and carries <laughs> me away. Just scoops her away. <laughs> this was just a ploy so I could ride a Zamboni. That's all I wanted. Ah, <laughs> clever. <laughs> Um, there are more, there are more internet dares and dares, dares of olden times that we should talk about. But before we do that, let's check the group message. What's going on today, sisters? 
we have a sponsor this week. All right. Well, why don't you tell us who it is? Our Okay. <laughs> Our sponsor this week is Squarespace.com. And Squarespace.com allows you to create a beautiful website all by yourself to showcase your work, sell products and services of all kinds, announce an upcoming event or a special project, and so much more. Whatever you could imagine to do with the website, Squarespace will allow you to do. And they do this by giving you beautiful customizable templates created by world-class designers. Everything is optimized for mobile right out of the box. Um, they have powerful analytics and built-in search engine optimization and free and secure hosting. So everything you need to get started, especially for like somebody like me who would have no idea how mm -hmm. to do this on my own, who um, for all of my interactions with computers and technology <laughs> has very limited, limited knowledge of it. Uh, so, so this is excellent if you want to create a great website and you're not sure at all how to do it. So if our listeners want to uh, check out Squarespace, what can they do, Taylor? Well, uh, if you want to go to uh, squarespace.com, you can get a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your site, you can use the offer code BUFFERING uh, to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. So that's go to squarespace.com. Use the free trial to set up your website, and then when you're ready to launch, enter code BUFFERING. Save yourself 10% and have a sweet new website. Woo. All right, check that out today. So, as we were kind of alluding to, um, one thing, and, and we, we I talked about a lot of the medical implications of some of these dares on my other podcast, Sawbones, last week, and one of the things that Justin and I both cop to is... We did a challenge. It was not an internet challenge. It was just something that people did um, back in the day, which was, I believe, called the choking challenge. Mm -hmm. it, it, you just made yourself pass out. Do you just hold your breath? You would, like, hyperventilate and hmm. then hold your breath. Mm. Does that work? Yeah. I mean... I've never done that before. I've, <laughs> I've done it. I have passed out because of it. Justin revealed the same thing <laughs> we both like did it at like parties mm -hmm. with our friends um it's it's not a good thing to do i'd say not no you should not intentionally deprive your brain of oxygen That'd ever be bad but was this like because so. i remember doing something similar uh but i think that we did it via I, I i guess the thing was was partial asphyxiation uh we did it by like putting your head between your legs like standing up and then yeah. when all the blood would rush to your head you'd stand up as fast as possible or it, like what you would do is you would bend over and like breathe really fast while you were doing that okay, you would hyperventilate okay. and then yeah. The, the usually what we did and I don't know if this was necessary or not is someone else would stand behind you so that as soon as you stood up they would grab you to hold you in that position which is very unwise because basically what we were saying is your body's not getting enough blood flow it's trying to fall down and instead your friend's holding you up so you pass out that's crazy <laughs> it's mm. very dangerous it's not smart and we did that well before the age of YouTube videos <laughs> Just for your own YouTube videos just in your for, mind. For our own enjoyment at parties? Why was that fun? I don't know. I but went to know. the wildest party. We made Sydney pass out. It was crazy. <laughs> it, it's funny, though, because that one, I mean, it went, that was, you know, your friends were doing it in high school. So were mine. Uh, and I just think the shelf life for those things were so much longer then because, you know, you had to go to a lot of cool parties to kind of, you know, 
see that like you didn't get your fill of that for a while but now that we have youtube it's like we could blow through some dumb stuff that kids have decided to do in like the matter of like you know a day or two and then on to the next thing that's very true that's definitely true are people still doing that thing with the kylie jenner lips i don't think they still are because people realize it's a very bad idea but it was a big thing for a while did you ever try that one no no that always scared me um, I used to do that when I was little, though. Like, I would do that anyways. Like, put a cup on your mouth and, like, you know, you finish it. It's like you'd, like, keep it stuck to your face. Yeah, but just long enough to make, like, a little bit of a red ring yeah, there. Not, like, mm-hmm. long enough to, like, you know, bust my lips open. <laughs> um, I don't remember back at, uh, like, the the big thing, I think, as as teenagers, as I got older... I think the the big risky behavior that teenagers started engaging in, like, back in the day, a lot of it had to do with drinking. Yeah. I mean, that's, and, and like, if we want to talk about risk-taking behavior, we can go on and on about, like, Tide Pods and things like that. But the biggest risk-taking behavior that I think teenagers routinely are engaging in is binge drinking and drinking and driving and other drinking-related activities to look cool in front of your friends and that kind of thing. Now, I I didn't find a ton of, like, YouTube challenges that surrounded, that that were around drinking. Well, I mean, if you think about it, most YouTubers that are doing stuff like that are teenagers. And they're not going to post videos of themselves (laughs) drinking online. Because then they get in trouble. That's a good point. Yeah, that's pretty straightforward. That's why they've got to find all these other ways, you know. you You can't film traditional old alcohol idiocy you gotta find new forms of idiocy now sydney you told me about one condom challenge that i had never heard of before i had heard of the other one where you fill it up with water like in a bathtub Uh and you have someone sit down in the bathtub so it's like really like a like full as it could be with water and then you drop it under their head and try to get it to like like inverse itself around that person's head does that work? Yeah, I've seen it work before. <laughs> is it weird that I find those videos strangely soothing? Like yeah, because like sometimes, perfect, yeah, just yeah, bubble, sometimes bubble it like water. bounces off and doesn't work and it explodes. But then sometimes it just like just right. Yeah, it's a perfect little orb of condomy water. Uh-huh. And I don't think that could like hurt you. Uh, I mean, I. No, I mean, other than, like... You'd have a condom, like, on your head. That yeah. probably isn't pleasant. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like all yeah. the way around the top of your head. I've never put one on my head, but I, I, be- I bet it's unpleasant. None of us are authorities on this, so let's not <laughs> knock it. <laughs> we, are, we are theorizing. <laughs> it does not feel good to stretch a condom around the top of your head. Uh, but you told me about one where people snorted it and tried to pull it out through their mouth. Yes. Man, oh which man. That's crazy. Man. Which is like a weird variation of like that old trick people would do where you would like snort a string and then pull yeah. it out of your mouth and like have part in your nose and part out of your mouth. Except, oops, it's a condom. Except, yeah. That's <laughs> one of those where, I don't know, a lot of these beg the question like, who was the first person that was like, you know, it'll be hilarious. Like, that's a big try there. What if I could snort this condom and pull it out the back of my throat? I, I guess I can see where it comes from because like, you know, like you like a lot of like can side you? shows. Well, no, no, hear me out. 
I like a lot of like sideshow performers or like people that do like freak show stuff. Like you know, they understand how all that works. I I uh, used to hang out with a dude that would do like hammer the the nails into his nose, and it was actually uh-huh. all like it's a kind of a quick passage from there to there. Once you kind of understand how it works, you know, I'm sure yeah, you, you do all sorts of tricks in involving yeah. the nasal passages. So I can see where maybe it originated with something like that from that world. I can, yeah. you know, and that that's a really good corollary, I think, to draw because, like, I guess I guess we're talking about the same thing. I'm willing to do something risky to myself, although at that point we're talking about like coercion and money. Mm-hmm. Like, if we're going back to the days of like, you know, sideshows and stuff. Yeah, right. But uh, but I mean, now I mean, like, those things still exist. And people are not coerced into doing them. They are yeah. doing them of their own free will. Yeah. And they well, are putting themselves at physical risk for fame. Money, I mean, there are several folks. challenges that are popular that you have asked me about and that I have seen that just involve, like, burning your skin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that seems to be a big thing with you kids. Just just find like, a new way to burn yourself today. You oh, boy salt on your skin and then place ice on top of it and see how long you can keep it there or the compressed air thing that I haven't seen until recently where like you take one of those cans of air that are usually like cleaning keyboards but you hold it upside down and if you spray it directly against your skin because it's so cold it'll like freeze to your skin here's the great thing you may not have seen that till recently Justin did that when he was younger (laughs) (laughs) yep so I guess some stuff has been around a long time. It's just the internet is just now discovered. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I, no, I don't, I don't understand those things that, or like burning yourself with erasers. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Like, and that's, that would be, I don't know. There's certain parts where it's like, is that even fun to watch? Mm-hmm. Like just watch someone just, just do that. I don't know. I, I, I To me, no. <laughs> yeah. That all hits a wall for me real hard. I don't, I don't know. I, I've never, I mean, it's hard because I've never um, been drawn to media that the point is someone gets hurt in this thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, do you think that people are watching it because they know people are going to get hurt or are they watching it thinking like, oh, they're going to do something ridiculous and I'm going to laugh at them. And then they also do get hurt. Yeah. I'd say that's probably more accurate. Because I, I like, I think I've admitted on the show before, I laughed one time when I saw... A video of somebody who was trying to curl their hair and the piece falls off yeah and they're like giving you instructions and they let go of the piece of hair and it just drops right there and i, I also, laughed and i yeah. felt bad i felt bad that i laughed i felt very guilty about it i also admitted that i laughed when that girl <laughs> tried to eat corn on the cob on, on a drill yeah. that's electric and then it grabs her hair and tears it off right in the middle of her. See, now that's different. That's painful. Yeah. When this girl lost the piece of hair with the hair with the curling iron, like she was not in pain. She just now doesn't have The funny have a piece part of about it there. is you see her hair come off and you see it happening, but she's not able to see that it's happening cuz she's just like trying to get the corn, but like you see it getting wrapped up and then it just goes all the way off her head. But the funny part is she Ugh. looks into the camera and it's just like what? Like she's so confused cuz like she's like what? Uh uh <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. I, it's not funny. I know. It's I. <laughs> well, I think you know this. This this is sort of in line with the argument I make whenever I'm talking about the kind of horror that I like. Because I'll go for like some gory horror, but I don't. I need like a story to convince me that I'm not just watching this for 
the pain. Like, there yeah. is a narrative that's happening. This stuff is the unfortunate stuff that happens along the way. You know, whereas some horror, like just straight up torture porn, it's just, this is just about the pain. It's just about the horrible things that are happening. And those are the ones where I'm like, nope, not for me. I need a plot that's wrapped around it that at least makes me pretend I'm not a horrible person that's just here for the pain. That that really uh, is how I felt about the Hostel movies. Yeah. I well, I'm, And I, sh- I say movies, I only saw the first one because that was how I felt after I saw the first one was... I just, that was torture. That was, I was not watching a movie. I mean, I know there was a plot, but that was just torture and I can't watch I know a lot of people like, like the Saw movies, um, but to me, I know there's a plot and I understand it because I've seen most of them, but there are sometimes I just cannot. <laughs> I, I couldn't, I, I thought the first one had like a clever little thing that it was doing and then after that I, I felt similarly. I thought this is kind of a torture Oh, hell no. Well, and I think everybody has their own sort of, you know, scale to that, you know, yeah, what they right. can and can enjoy. Fair. But yeah. I just, I'm just the straight up, like, just the burning yourself. And this is clearly the point of this. It is to hurt myself. I'm going to show you guys how successfully I hurt myself. Like, ha. Ah. Well, yeah. and that's what I'm, I'm thinking, like, uh, that I feel like the internet has upped the ante because it's a, if you look at, like, whatever substance you choose to use like i i saw some with hand sanitizer but anything that you could catch on fire and mm-hmm. put on your skin catch it on fire with the goal of like i'm not burning myself i'm trying to burn the substance but you're ac- you can easily accidentally catch yourself on fire mm-hmm. the, that's just like it's all iterations of like you know when people think they're being cool and so they've got a lighter and they've got the lighter lit and they're just kind of waving their hand back and forth through mm-hmm. the flame really quickly like Look at this. It's cool. Look how cool. It, this is, th- we're just building on that. Yeah. Like, that's what it is. Like, that's harmless. You're not going to catch your hand on fire by just barely waving it through a lighter. But this is where it starts. And then it gets worse and worse and worse until you've caught yourself on fire because you were trying to do a YouTube challenge with hand sanitizer. Yeah. Or you're like, you know, Jake Paul and you set your entire backyard on fire in your pool just to see what happens. <sighs> To see what happens? Yeah, like you put a bunch of just old stuff in his emptied out pool and just set it all on fire. <laughs> Some people just want to watch the world burn for YouTube likes. <laughs> he did it for the views. That's, there's a name for that. It's called arson. And also like yeah. this, is in <laughs> yeah. Calif- this, is, this is in California where there have been oh. awful, terrible wildfires. Yeah. What? So like but no. What's the deal with this these these kids? I uh, because I was one of those people who like saw headlines about someone named Logan mm-hmm. Paul and went, "Who? What now? What? I who is this person and why am I seeing them trending on Twitter about the Paul boys since the summer before they were like popular for being terrible people when they were just popular for being kind of like dumb. Well, they were popular for like you know, they said ridiculous things and, like, would, like, I don't know, go so up to and talk to people, random people on the street and, like, say something weird. Like, that was what, they're like, oh, these brothers are dumb. They're so they're popular ridiculous. YouTubers. Yeah. They were Viners first. And then Vine died, so they went to YouTube. Okay. And they're both very, very popular. And then they were popular for both writing ridiculous, ridiculous rap songs about each other. Do they get money? They get so much money. Yeah, they get really? a lot of money. Like, Jake Paul is 19 
mm-hmm. 18 i want to say he's only like two years older than me and he has bought his own house in la and has like other youtubers that he owns a company that he makes them work for him and they all live in this house together and they all have to film videos together but he gets a certain amount of their money but he helps them get money and like get advertisers he has bought like his own cars like lamborghinis and teslas and <laughs> like they're both ri- they have ridiculous feel, amounts of money i don't feel good about any of this i discovered <laughs> those guys when they were just popular for being dumb and i was like these guys are dumb i don't like that they're getting so much money but they're popular so whatever but then everyone found out about them when they started being super like like uh offensive and racist and like logan paul doing what he did recently and posting a video when he was in the suicide forest in japan and there was like a dead person in the video who had recently committed suicide but he put it in the video and in the thumbnail of the video and in the title of the video and made money off of this video and it was on the trending page of youtube for two days and YouTube did nothing about it until he decided himself to take it down. So YouTube didn't take it down. He took it down. He took it down. No, I mean, it, and I mean, he's like a YouTube cash cow. Like, you yeah, know, that, they didn't take it down because it made money for him. I don't know all of the YouTube policies and standards and all that kind of stuff, <laughs> but you can you can put up footage of a, there a su- person that is no like of a a dead person. There's supposed okay. to be video like restrictions like if you don't meet these guidelines your either video will either be like demonetized or taken down if it's very bad they got away with saying this was an awareness video because he was talking about the suicide forest and like you know but he showed footage of but a, he an did. actual human but yeah. also that was okay they have they didn't demonetize it but they have demonetized other youtubers videos talking about like being transgender being gay being you know whatever like for what reason i i have like a super cute like gothy makeup artist that i like to watch on youtube and she gets demonetized all the time and i don't know is it because she's spooky like that's the best that she can figure out or any of her fans (laughs) like i watch yeah yeah i watch a body painter who like paints like you know like below her shoulders up and makes Mm -hmm. it look like she's wearing like you know video game characters clothes or whatever like makes it look like she's wearing other clothes but paints it on herself and she's been demonetized because she shows like you know right above where her chest is those really sexy clavicles Mm -hmm. yeah this is everybody's dying to see like as as much as the and the the Aokigahara thing because it's people call it the suicide forest and that's unfortunate it's Aokigahara it means sea of trees it's a beautiful forest at the base of Mount Fuji it's got a very tragic you know history with suicide but it also is part of a town's like you know main resource there's like a ton of tourism there like it's it's it angers me that it's just like just it's this person reduced it to a spectacle and then also reduced another human to a spectacle. Like, that makes my blood boil. But also, if you watched any of his other footage from when he was in Japan, like... It's maybe, so awful. There's Maybe there's no way to flag it for YouTube because there's not a visible dead body, but none of it should be seen because it's 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 horribly offensive and racist and insulting. And I don't, like, I don't understand how this is enjoyable media like i don't get why any of this is like i can everything we've talked about up till now like you can kind of figure it out like in your own psychology what part of this is funny yeah there's a line where these guys were like writing terrible raps and making 
awful music videos and making them at each other pretending to be angry with each other where you Uh watch it and you're like this is ridiculous but I kind of can't stop watching because it's so ridiculous and so bad you have to keep watching this was like I found a video where someone had compiled all the bits and pieces from his he went on a trip to Japan and vlogged it for like a week I guess and someone put together like 10 minutes worth of all these horrible things he had done while he was there and it was just like I couldn't watch more than like two minutes of it because it was just like so offensive and so horrible and it wasn't just like going up to someone random on the street and like you know asking them something ridiculous and like doing it because it's like oh man I could never do that it's like just being a terrible person what what is the that's very strange to me because everything we've set up until then up until now has fallen in line with what I think is you know predictable teenage behavior um in those years of our life we don't really understand like consequence very well we have uh the you know the belief that we are immortal not literally you don't really believe you're immortal but the concept of doing something that could cause your own demise is very it's like your brain does not especially when you're a teenager the same way yeah i mean it's and we have lots of studies that prove that that in our teenage years we engage in behaviors because we really don't understand or believe the consequences of those behaviors um and so we do these things so like all of the stuff we've talked about kind of makes sense to me in that regard like teens have been metaphorically eating tide pods since the beginning of time <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> it's a rite of passage for some reason yes <laughs> why, so why are humans still alive <laughs> right i mean like it is like it's a testament to the to the amazing human body that we have persisted for as long as we have yeah with all the things we do to ourselves uh but this is getting into another realm like well, i i don't understand what reinforces that kind of i want to do things that are hurtful or offensive or aimed at like making somebody else look bad or feel bad or i don't like what it where is the positive reinforcement for that and that's a whole that's a whole other animal yeah well and that's that's the thing like because if you had a series of videos where instead of burning yourself with whatever dumb substance you were running up to random people on the street and doing the same thing oh well that would be criminal evidence and you would belong in jail rightly so that's assault Mm -hmm. but yeah this is it's maybe it's not physical harm but it's physically insulting demeaning like emotionally hurting people like for views and it's not like it's just this dude i know there was what's the 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 guy that was doing the hand prank where he was pretending to grab girls butts like sexually assaulting women for views on youtube like this is and he was also was hugely popular like that's that's the no i i can't follow that either i don't we don't have a word for that and and this and it and it does get hard because i there ha- this has to be policed in two ways. One, we look at like YouTube or Twitter or Facebook or whatever, and they're constantly coming under fire because like, can't you police this stuff at all? Do you not have the ability to, I mean, especially if it's really obvious and easy. Yeah. You, you can't show people who have passed away on YouTube. Like that should be easy. Yeah. That, that should be a very easy thing to make a rule about. I know that you get into areas that are more gray when you talk about like saying things that are offensive okay offensive to who and offensive how and and i understand that it starts to get a little stickier um i do think that you can draw lines i think when it comes to racism and sexism and sexual assault i think there are lines you could draw there 
um, much better than they're being drawn. But then the other side of that is that if nobody watches the videos, right? I mean, then they don't yeah. make money off of them, and they're not incentivized to keep making them. I, I mean, was, so like the other yeah. piece of that is we shouldn't be watching these people and giving them hits and you know if if it's stuff that upsets us and offends us i mean like why are you watching it i was researching this after this happened because everyone was talking about like how would this end up on the trending page of youtube because they have a trending page like the most popular videos that they suggest to you anyone who shows up on youtube and everyone was wondering like how does this end up here and one i mean he's one of the most popular youtubers it are i mean it immediately got millions of views because just who it was um but there's like a clause in YouTube's algorithm or whatever that they use for the trending page where if the link to the video is embedded in news sites, they will like rank it higher on the trending page because they assume a video that's being featured in news websites is a really good video. But mm. this one was embedded in a lot of news sites because people were linking to it, talking about how horrible it was like in the two days that it was actually on YouTube. So YouTube sees it and is like, oh, all these people are embedding it in news websites. All these major news sources are talking about it. It must be a really good video. So it trends it, but then it's like right in everyone's face as soon as you open YouTube. Right. Well, you I, I understand that. I mean, like from a technology yeah. standpoint. Yeah. Well, and that's, but Sid, I, th- I think what the, the point you made is the thing that is really key to this is that, look, this, a lot of this comes down to free speech and that's. You know, yes. that's not a thing that we can actively police if we want a free internet. But self-policing, like, you know, that feeling where you're watching something like, oh, this is bad, like, turning it off. Like, I don't know. You would, you, it's more of a reflection on the state of the world as a whole that these people are popular, that they are providing something that people want to see for whatever reason. And I, there's what can be done about that other than, like, people being better, <laughs> Well, I mean, I really think it's like you have to you have to remember that the stuff you're doing on the Internet, the stuff you're watching and like all that stuff is being recorded and clocked and counted just like in, you know, in real life, if you are driving by a car accident, we all have the impulse to turn and look and see what happened. We all have that. Um, It's not a good one because one there's a car accident like if there's help there unless you're unless your instinct is there's no help i'd like to pull over and help these people Mm -hmm. what is you looking at what what are you going to do what who are you helping what are you doing you're not helping anybody and two you might cause another wreck when you turn around and look at the car accident so you know you shouldn't and i don't know maybe there's more pressure on you if you're the driver and you've got a car full of people maybe you're less likely to turn your head and and do that because there's that social pressure like that's awful. We should not be staring at a car accident. Um, but when you're alone, maybe you think like, well, just take a quick peek. That kind of that inner battle that like you need to have that when you're interacting with the Internet. It mm-hmm. has to be there like it, it has to be in your head. It's the same thing. When you click on those videos like you read about, can you believe what this person put? It's so offensive. It's so terrible. And you go, oh, I got to check it out. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing as if you're standing on the si- on the sidewalk like eating a popsicle and watching a car accident like it's the same you you would you that's horrible but it's the same thing Mm -hmm. Ah. so well i think just you know it's in 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 a society where the amount of media we can consume is unending having 
maybe a bit more control over your media diet is important to try to consume wholesome, wholesome, Mm -hmm. like whole grain media, please. Healthy media. Plant-based media, please. Taylor has a lot of great links to pictures of hedgehogs. I don't know where she finds them, but she shows them to me a lot. I I follow a lot of hedgehogs and kittens <laughs> and puppies, and that's what I, I mean, that's pretty mindless, but it's harmless, too. <laughs> yeah, I follow a pretty cute little dog named Jif Palm. Hmm. He's pretty yeah. cute. I, I, I use uh, the internet largely to look at pictures of, like, my friend's babies. Oh, they're cute too, probably. I'm, I'm a mom. This is what I use the internet exactly like you think I would. <laughs> yeah. Um, a lot of Facebook. A, a lot of Facebook. I, I'm I'm in like a doctor mom group. I really like that. Um, that that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And that's about it. And for news. Yeah. So like you know try to try to follow your better angels and you know squelch your your demons yeah. on the internet. Seemed good 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 advice yeah just because you're drawn to something doesn't mean that it you know you shouldn't stop and question yourself as to why no i don't think i don't I, and we shouldn't shame people like we all have no. these impulses absolutely I mean, it's very human to yeah to think to I, I have i have had that moment where i've seen an article about like can you believe how terrible this video is and like that impulse to like well i want to see i want to watch it. it i want to see how bad it is and I mean, the fact that you think that is not the problem. It doesn't make you a bad person. It makes you human. Yeah. You know, we're all curious. Yeah. But, well, well, and, we and we be better. Exactly. Like, we can all, I, we could all try harder. And then maybe the people that are making all of this money off of stuff that is not, it's not cool that it's being generated. It's, it's not respectful. Like, maybe they won't make quite as much money. You know, like, maybe that. There you go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um, well, thank you, sisters. That was that was enlightening. It was. Yeah. Um, and uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you to Maximum Fun, our our wonderful network of podcasts. Uh, go to maximumfun.org and check out all the other great shows on our network. Uh, thank you, um, to everybody who tweets at us at StillBuff. If there's anything, you know, comments or suggestions, you can also email us. That's probably an even better way. Uh, StillBuffering at maximumfun.org. And thank you to the novellas for our theme song, Baby Change Your Mind. This has been Still Buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I am a teenager. And, and I, I was, was too. <laughs> don't don't eat a Tide Pod and don't be a jerkwad. Good. <laughs> That's our new motto. <laughs> Hey everyone, Freddie Wong, Matt Arnold, and Will Campos, here to tell you about Story Break, a writer's room podcast where every week we, the Hollywood geniuses behind Video Game High School, have one hour to turn a humble idea into an awesome movie. Thrill as we weave the tragic tale of Jar Jar, a Star Wars story. We're going to double down on everything that made the prequels great. Jar Jar, (laughs) trade federation, (laughs) politics. Gasp as we assemble a pantheon of heroes for the Kellogg Cinematic Universe. We could get rid of Snap, Crackle, Pop. I wouldn't even miss them. You're crazy. They die in the second act. 
back. Oh, come on. <laughs> and join us as we make fun of Matt as he struggles to name a single Beyonce song. Well, yeah, put a finger on it. Sure, she wants to be Beyonce. Put a um, finger on it. Beyonce's <laughs> famous song. Will we break the story? Or will the story break us? Find out by joining us in the writer's room every Thursday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.